do you want $500,000, $5 million, or maybe more than $50 million in sales? Who doesn't? So let's run through the scenario. You choose to run $50,000 in ads a month, or maybe $10,000 in ads a month, or maybe $5,000 in ads a month, or maybe five hundred. Insert whatever range you have the budget for. Let's say you choose to hire three interns. And let's say you have the capacity, the budget, and the ability to hire one person. But when you hire that one person, you demand of them to do basically the equivalency of 13 different jobs. Stay with me now. Let's fast forward six months later. Your sales goals are not even close to what you projected. Why? Maybe you chose to be cheap, but you expected the marketplace to just do the work for you. I know you've heard me say this before, and I'm going to say it again. Scared money don't make money. Scared money don't make money. If you don't make the investment, you won't reap the reward. Looking to stray away from fluff metrics and vanity marketing? The ABM Conversations Podcast, hosted by Yagnish Warren Ganesh, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, is the number one podcast for marketing and sales professionals in the B2B SaaS industry. Yag focuses on helping B2B marketers and sales professionals explore strategies, tactics, and real experiments to drive revenue, customer engagement, and retention. Each podcast episode deconstructs marketing tactics and strategies used by world-class performers from diverse subdomains such as content, marketing strategy, online advertising, knowledge panels, product marketing, and more. One episode that stood out to me was talking on how to build a buyer-centric revenue mode, which I think many of my audience would greatly appreciate. Another topic that stands out is how to set up a customer success organization. And lastly, how product-led storytelling fits into the stages of the buying cycle. Listen to ABM Conversations wherever you get your podcasts. This particular marketplace is unlike any other marketplace in years past. Everybody is embracing being innovative. Everybody is doing social media marketing. Everybody is trying to build community. Everybody is turning into their own media company. Everybody is either embracing organic social media channels and paying for influencer marketing, or they're running ads, hoping for the best CPC, CPR, and CVR. To be in the race within your ideal marketplace, you need a strong GTM strategy system and structure in place. Maybe that little rhyme is going to finally make it stick in your mind. You choosing to go cheap and expect millions in return is the equivalent of you playing the lottery, spending $2 on a Mega Millions ticket, and hoping that one time is going to be the one that makes all your dreams come true. Hmm, what were the odds of winning the Mega Millions again? 1 in 302.6 million? Yet, you choose to play with those same odds by not investing in real strategy. 
marketing support, community, messaging, branding, and thinking doing the bare minimum will get you to the promised land. If you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. What's up, digital world? You're listening to the I Digress audio experience with Troy Sandin. Social media, marketing, storytelling, business, culture, and more. Coming to you in three, two, one. Do you wash your clothes without detergent? You can put them in the machine. They could be rinsed. They could be dried. But would you expect them to be clean just by those efforts alone? Of course not. It would be a waste of time without detergent. I think we can all agree on that. So answer me this. Why are you executing your marketing, your sales, your branding, all these business tactics and efforts without a corresponding strategy? But yet expect more growth, increased authority, more revenue, and a boost in profitability. You cannot get the desired results without the right catalyst to fuse with the tactical efforts to literally generate the results you want. Just like you need detergent to work with the washing machine to get your clothes clean, you need effective strategy to work with your marketing, your sales, your content, your branding, and messaging tactics to achieve what you want. So if you are a business that is not using detergent, maybe you should bring on a strategist to help you create the strategy the detergent <laughs> to build the systems and not one the structure to establish your business to be sustainable in order to position your business to scale. If you don't know, now you know. I'm Troy Sandage, aka the Strategy Hacker. I simplify growth and go to marketing strategies for businesses who are looking to increase sales enablement and maximize profitability. My main focus is working with startups, SMBs, and B2B clients. So if that's you, and you're interested, and you've been getting the breadcrumbs on I digress, and you're ready to take the next step to get the custom detergent meant for you to get everything the way you want it to be, go to findtroy.com slash links, book a time, and let's have a conversation. The reality is your audience, your marketplace, your ICP, ideal client profile or ideal customer profile, established PEs, VCs, and AIs, private equity, venture capitalists, and angel investors, and your average consumers are smarter. They have more access to information than they've ever had before. They demand a lot more and will not buy at the first pitch, the first message, or the first point of contact they receive as quickly as they used to. I'm not sure how much cash flow, how much reserves, how much funding, or how many investors you have to keep the lights on. But giving half efforts won't win you the day, it won't win you tomorrow, and it definitely won't win you next year. You'll lose more than you can make and have more problems than you can manage and will fail. You will be in the 70% of businesses that don't make it. So to avoid being a statistical failure, and not playing into the odds of 1 in 302.6 million, how about you just make the investment in the right talent, in the right consultants, in the right strategists, in the right creators, in the right individuals who can increase your odds of success substantially. Spend that 50K a month 
10K, 5K, 500, whatever the equivalent is on those who can build the systems to position the business to get more conversations and leads than just ads alone. Invest in individuals, whether fractional, contract, or full-time, who can really move your operations forward. And remember those three interns? Those three interns can then have a fighting chance and learn the way they need to embrace these skill sets to continue the growth and the success of the business. And bring on a GTM team, a go-to market team who can drive things. And once you've grown enough, you can bring on your own team in-house if you choose to or maintain the long-term relationship with third-party vendors and opportunists. Stop spending less, making the same stupid mistakes doesn't work. Start spending more, making smart decisions, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound goals to make more money. There are three words every brand, every organization wants to be associated with. Those three words are trust, connectivity, and innovation. From short-term wins to long-term gains, being a leader and customer success means looking for ways to help your customers not just like your brand, but love your product. As guardians of that relationship, having a CRM platform that can flex with your customers' needs is absolutely critical. HubSpot empowers leaders with a customizable CRM platform that puts the customer experience first. HubSpot empowers innovation and customization without adding complexity, helping teams adapt and pivot quickly. HubSpot connects insight across functions like marketing, sales, service, content management, and operations for a bird's eye view across all functions. With HubSpot's CRM platform, turn your most frequently asked support questions into a knowledge base of help articles. With over 20 supported languages, customers can help themselves no matter where they are in the world. And with 24-hour technical support, get answers to your questions quickly with the global HubSpot customer support team. Learn how your business can grow better at HubSpot.com. Let me tell you a story. Last quarter, I helped a business that had all the marketing and sales ammunition, but lacked positioning and messaging to get their ICP to convert. They initially had a lot of folk in the pipeline that most likely would pay what they wanted, you know, bring in the good money and provide awesome case studies and more than likely boost their overall profile. But the thing was, they probably weren't going to convert for another 6 to 12 months. So after doing some dialogue, some diagnosis, some deep dive into a lot of various conversations and getting to the bottom of things for context. We made simple but effective changes to their efforts. We simplified everything to focus on who would pay the most, the fastest, and then brag about it. I know. Simple. Easy. Mind blown, right? 
But that's the thing. When you break it down, sometimes we're so deep into it, we don't identify the most obvious things we must prioritize first, simplify it, achieve it, repeat it, build a system around it, and then do it again. Understanding, here's for context, understanding they took a massive hit in Q4 of 2021, and they were definitely off to a super slow start in 2022. We had to realign their entire strategy around what would provide them the most cash flow in the least amount of time while simultaneously opening opportunities for new potential customers within their pipeline through, hopefully, the new business they would acquire. That slight change of direction made all the difference for their sales team and refocused their marketing, messaging, branding, and tactical efforts. Now, the big fish they were nurturing, you know, the ones that were 6 to 12 months out, they weren't going anywhere because they were 6 to 12 months out of closing. There was no point of chasing after them, trying to nurture them more, trying to be more assertive and coming off as very spammy, very desperate when they really weren't going to move the needle for the next 6 to 12 months. Even though one of them, two of them, or all of them was going to make the significant difference in their profit margins and their sales and their revenue, all the things, but that's not now. I can only worry about what I have in hand. I can't think about what I don't have. Even if it's almost a guaranteed thing three, six, 12 months from now, that's not today. That's not this moment. In this minute, in this moment, in this season, it's zero. I can't consider things I don't literally have in hand. Money literally in my bank. Contracts that were literally signed. Therefore, the time and money literally was more important than trying to continue the conversations with the bigger fish. So we reset everything. Here's the thing I want you to really take away. Sometimes it's not that your efforts aren't currently working to make you more money, to build your authority, to do everything that you want to do. It's understanding the bigger picture of what efforts are the most essential to focus on right now to position yourself for sustainability first and then scaling second. You cannot scale if you aren't stable. And I think sometimes people forget that. They are so focused on the championship round, they may lose focus on the current playoff series they need to win first. Now, the great thing is, once we were getting these smaller, more achievable wins that therefore kept the cash flow solid, increased the morale and kept it high. And also the announcement of those acquisitions actually spurred conversations that might have helped speed up some of the bigger fish conversations and conversions of the time window because they didn't look desperate. They looked, hey, we're going to make our money. We're going to keep moving. We're going to do what we do best for the clients, for the customers, for the audience that we serve. This train ain't stopping, so get on board. Slight difference, just a slight change of hand. Now, what I've articulated in three minutes took about three to six months of deep work, of convincing, of modifying, of developing conviction and confidence, of rearranging the messaging, repositioning the marketing, repositioning the go-to market strategy, modifying the content, understanding who our target audience now is and how we're going to have conversations with them, equipping the sales team with different strategies and tactics because they were so conditioned to the long-term game. 
versus the quick wins, you have to position your language differently. You have to do your outbound and your inbound marketing differently. You have to understand what words to use and what words not to use, how to nurture. Yes, you can hire people to do these things, but if you're strapped for cash, you might be better off hiring someone who can train your existing team to learn how to do these things. Or maybe you don't have the volume of people bringing an outside source to help fill in that void, fill in that gap to make things happen. This all comes back down to making the investment. This is another Strategy Accelerator brought to you by Agency Accelerated Podcast with Stephanie Liu, powered by Agora Pulse. So, hey, you may have heard that Elon Musk bought Twitter for $44 billion. He sports over 80 million followers on Twitter and has long used the platform to hype up his brands or investments of interest while simultaneously being critical of the network's policies towards moderation. Now, it's not often that we see entire social media networks purchased by billionaires. So doubtless, many of you are wondering, what does this mean to you as a strategist, as an agency, as a brand? Will this impact your strategies? What about the effectiveness of your tweets, your messages, your campaigns? How will it even impact your business or even your clients? So Daryl Prale is the CMO at Agora Pulse. So Daryl, I know in Slack, I was hitting you up. I was like, did you read this? What do you think about this? How is this going to impact advertisers? And so my question to you, this whole Elon Musk, Twitter, all the things, what's your initial reaction to the purchase of Twitter? My initial reaction is selfish, right? So this is, you're asking, I'll give you my reaction and then I'll give you the reaction when I think it's going to happen. My reaction is, I thought this was a bad idea. I just had my Twitterversary not too many months ago where I was 14 years on Twitter. So I'm a longtime user. And I thought, Elon Musk, oh, brother, because... I get why he's doing it. I understand his passion for free speech, but I do understand, you know, every person signs up to Twitter and they accept the terms of service. They know what they're getting into. So from my point of view, this is going to be really interesting to see what happens. It's going to be interesting to see, does the platform take a hard shift with his strong, 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 believe in unfettered free speech? How does that impact the advertisers? You know, if you're a brand, are you willing to put your brand out there? Twitter's got big growth plans. Elon Musk wants to change the business model entirely. If I'm an advertiser, I'm going to hold my breath. I'm going to see what happens, but I'm going to be ready to pull that parachute very quickly. If it doesn't go the way I think it's going to go. Very true. And Forrester Researcher had said the same thing. They were saying basically advertisers and brands want to know who they're affiliated with. And when we talk about things about content moderation, are my ad dollars, are they promoting the message that I want behind a certain story? And so when you take out that moderation or you make certain changes without making your consumers, especially your advertisers that are investing their paid media budget behind it, it makes them stop and pause and wonder do I need to shift these dollars? And so for all of you strategists, all of you agencies, I would be taking a look at your social media strategies for 2022 and think about, do I need to shift this? What do you think the short-term impact will be on social media managers and agencies? Nothing. 
I think it'll be nothing. At worst, I think you may see a minor pullback on some people who are incredibly cautious once the deal is fully consummated. But I really don't think there'll be any change short term because Twitter's too powerful. It's too important. It is the place to go if that's you know one of your primary markets you want to serve and talk to. I don't think there'll be any change at all. But I again, going back to what I said, I do think people will be pulling that shoot real quickly. They're going to be watching it fast. And even then, I mean, let's be candid. We have seen over and over again what happens in other mediums and advertising spend where there may be conflict and those people pull their money away. But as soon as the conflict passes, then they're back into that channel again. So I think history is going to repeat itself. And if you want to learn more about that episode, search Agency Accelerated Agora Pulse wherever you get your podcast or Agency Accelerated Agora Pulse on YouTube to see the live video version of the podcast. Now... Speaking of investments, you know, sometimes in the consulting world and really in business in general, when you have these conversations, there are certain words you're supposed to use in sales and there's certain words you're not supposed to use in sales. So you might have noticed one of the words that I've used already is investment. So you typically don't want to say this will cost you $5,000. The price for this is $5,000. Instead, you want to use the word investment you'll be looking at a $5,000 investment for this, this product, this service, this experience. You don't want to use the word problems, depending on context. What problems are you facing when it comes to growing your business? Now, granted, I'm a little guilty of this too. It's natural. It's an easy word. But how about a slightly different word that still gives the same effect, but doesn't itemize the negativity and gives an opportunity for deeper dialogue of conversation? Use the word challenges. What challenges are you facing when it comes to growing your business? When I see it as a problem, I'm either defensive of your thoughts, and now I'm in a state of, I don't want to continue the conversation, or I'm questioning, well, how do you know that about me? Or are you assuming certain things versus, hey, tell me, what challenges are you dealing with? It's almost like an open-ended toss of a conversation. They get to give you as much depth or little depth as they want. Challenge isn't as a defensive triggering word because everyone has a challenge, but not everyone wants to admit they have a problem. I want to be seen on LinkedIn like I'm the man. I'm the strategy hacker. I don't want to come across as I have problems, although context, I don't mind being vulnerable and talking about my problems. But if I talk about a challenge, it's not personified to I'm a failure or something isn't working or red alert. It's more so here's the challenges that I'm dealing with. And that word and that placement allows for deeper conversations without attacking someone directly. Another thing that I think by now we all know, but still want to edify. And again, this all matters on context. Would you like to look over the contract? You know, that moment when we've had a good call, discovery call, maybe this is a second or third call, Zoom call, in person, whatever. And now we're at the part where maybe your hands are getting a little sweaty. You get a little anxious. You've done all the work. You pulled it all, the proposal together, the contract together. And then you say the words, would you like to look over the contract? Maybe try instead. Would you like to look over the agreement? Hmm, how would that make a significant difference? Because agreement means this is a mutual benefit that you also took part in. People don't like to sign contracts. It's just something about it, the anxiety about it. If you look back to buying a car or renting or buying a home or a big massive purchase and you see all the language and you got your hand shaky with the pen, whether digitally or in person, people think about these things and we don't want to create that experience. To earn the trust and start on the right foot, words matter. So let's say there's a pause, you know, the dreaded pause, and we don't know if they're going to sign the contract or not, or it's that space where you're waiting. What do you do? Don't use the word objection. 
What is your objection with moving forward today? Instead, are there any concerns with moving forward today? Or what are your concerns moving forward today? Slight change of wording, different placement, potentially better outcome. You know, this is one thing you might have known or noticed with telemarketing. They don't typically say, how would you like to pay for this? They typically might say, how would you like to take care of this? And here's the thing, and this is something I've been trying to wrap around as I've been growing my business and getting more clear about what I do as, air quote, the strategy hacker, you know, what I want to do, the services I want to provide, and what I don't want to provide, and how I want to be seen and positioned. You know, words really do matter. And sometimes there's been times in my life where I've associated being strategic and tactical with being manipulative, and that is not the case. You have to position your business in the right realm, in the mind of your ideal person, in the hopes of winning the day. That's very critical. That's very important. Last thing I want to say, and I know many of y'all have dealt with this before. When someone says, just tell me the price, what's the price? How much does it cost? Maybe they're really blunt with it. That's either a sign that you don't want to even engage with them anymore because they're going to be obsessed over the price and they don't see the value. They haven't been convinced. Your messaging up to this point haven't made it clear of the value or they are a straight shooter and now you got to lean into it. Don't explain the price. Don't say this long, outdated, wordy paragraph. Just give them the price and sit in silence and see what happens. When a prospect says, Tell me the price. Do exactly what they ask you to do. Tell them the price, or maybe even better, arrange, and then be quiet. If you talk about after providing the price, you're just justifying and explaining the value. Price doesn't mean or need to be justified in any way, shape, or form. If you're going to get the bag, go get the bag. They'll be willing to give you the bag, they'll give you the bag. If they won't, There's an episode that I used to say, disqualify aggressively. They've disqualified themselves. You no longer have to worry about it. You got your answer, yes or no, and you keep moving forward. The idea is you can't let these things stretch you out. You only have X amount of time and only a certain window to close these deals, get these sales, to grow your business, to reinvest back into your business, to grow even further. And remember, you cannot scale unless you grow. And if you're not able to grow, you have a bigger problem on your hands. There's only so much time, only so much money, only so much resources that can be used if you're not replenishing your energy, your money, your cash flow. If you're not able to pay the overhead, if you're not able to make a profit high enough to cover your costs and then some, you're in a precarious situation. Taking all these things into effect and thinking about things, what are your next steps moving forward to either maintain your current cash flow or increase it? What are you spending your money on that isn't helping you or contributing to you making money in the easiest form? Are you not equipping your individuals with the right team, with the right support, so they can be more effective and efficient with their time, with their efforts, and the contributing factors of making more money, getting more people in the sales pipeline, and increasing your revenue? If you think back to my episode on the blame game, these are the moments where people put the blame on other individuals. Everyone is responsible for sales in some type of capacity. Marketing makes it easier for those who are looking for the sale to come through. Messaging and branding literally paves the way for them to be in the right mindset with the right understanding to therefore close the deal faster and more efficient. It's just as simple as that. 
And yet we make it more complicated time and time and time again. Sometimes we have to sit in the awkwardness, sit in the silence and embrace the fact where are we at? What's our profits and losses? Where's our cash flow? Cash flow coming in and our cash flow coming out. Who was doing what? Who was feeling stressed? Who was burnt out? Are we supporting them? Are we helping them? Are we making sure our entire team is running as efficiently as a machine, but we're not running them like machines? Think on that. Make these changes. Create an actionable strategy and evaluation of the KPIs that matter to you most for you to increase your cash flow, for you to be successful, and to make the next step in your business growth. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Digress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at Find Troy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening. Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at findtroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS. Thanks for listening. Yeah.